Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm Jess. I'm James. This is Sit for a Spell podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. awkward. Yeah. That's fine. And it's like 9.30 in the morning on the Daylight Savings Day. On Daylight day. Savings Day. Uh, happy Daylight Savings Day. Yeah. Ugh. I hate it. Let's vote it out, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> it's on the ballot like all the time. Is it? Let's get rid of it. What's the point? Oh my I God. I don't know. I'm going to be messed up for like two weeks. I know. I'm not, I'm not about it. No, I'm happy because... My family and I will be on the same time again because Arizona doesn't change. Oh, that's right. See, yeah. that's one thing they got I going know. right. The one, the one thing. The one thing. <laughs> I agree with them on. It's fine. <sighs> well, what are we talking something about? Something else this week. <gasps> Friday the thirteenth is this week. Yay! Yay. It's uh, tomorrow. Yes, when this comes out, it'll be tomorrow. Um, March. Friday the thirteenth will have just been a full moon. Yeah. As we record, the full moon's going into phase... Wednesday? I thought it was tonight. Is it tonight? Or tomorrow. Mm. We should know this. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm pretty sure it's the 9th, which is tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I thought um, it was Wednesday. See, but I thought today was the 12th. It's not. And it's not. <laughs> so, I'm all messed up. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Um, Friday the 13th. A really interesting... Um, what turns out to be a social construct. Not just... Totally made up. Not just a series of movies. No, but the movies really do perpetuate mm -hmm. the myth. The myth. The myth. We're going to get to the bottom we of are. it. We are. And so my birthday is April 13th. Mm. And so every now and again... You get a Friday the 13th I get a Friday the 13th. And knock on wood, like I've never had a bad birthday I've had like eh birthdays, yeah, you know, everybody does. Everyone has, but I've never had a bad Friday the 13th birthday and I've never had a bad Friday the 13th. It's no. always been more of a lucky number or yes. at least a um, positive number. Same. And whenever I tell people, oh, my birthday is like on the 13th and they're like, oh my gosh, mm. like dun, I bet dun, you dun. have like the worst birthdays. And I'm like, actually, uh, no. I think it's kind of like the like the, the thing like you you get back what you put out so it's like oh, yeah if you're if you're expecting to have a shitty day like you're gonna have a crappy day oh absolutely that's and any day yeah that's any day but what kind of pisses me off is because like I really like having my birthday on Friday the 13th I mm -hmm. think it's just very like exciting that's really cool but because of stupid leap year I'm not gonna have <gasps> another Friday the 13th for like five years oh you would have had one this year I would have had it this year oh, stupid leap year i know god damn it leap year's fun though leap year's weird it is weird yeah we're not gonna talk about that one because that's just <laughs> it's, a, it's just about like the cycles and how many times we go around the sun and then there's like a gap and so we have to make up the gap and so we add the day yeah <sighs> something but today we're gonna talk about friday the 13th why there's the superstition with Friday the 13th. And then we're going to kind of go. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of already know this. So there you go. Um, <laughs> you can turn off the podcast now. Men in the Bible. Who thought? <laughs> wow. Who thought? What a shocker. Shock. Um, Friday the 13th, 13 as a number. Um, it's balancing number 12. And then we're going to talk about some numerology, especially with spell work. And then we're going to talk about synchronicity, like seeing 11-11 on the clock. Yeah, which I do yeah. all the time. So we're going to get into some numbers today. Let's do it. Yeah. So there's an actual fear of Friday the 13th, and I've been practicing this. I was saying it over and over again before we started, <laughs> so let's see how we do. Frigatriscadecophobia. Yay. Yay. So that is Insert the fear. Applause. I know. We should get one of those. <laughs> A soundboard? Soundboards. We should. Become jock, what is it? Shock jock radio host. Disc jockey? Is that a thing? Like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Well, you could do that one really well on your own. <laughs> um, but frigatriscadecophobia is the fear of Friday the 13th. So that's the actual fear of wow, Friday the 13th. that's very specific. And then if you take off the frigga 
and you just have triskaidekaphobia. That's the fear of the number 13. Okay. And so those are both legitimate fears. Yeah. Those are what we call um, irrational fears. Yes. Like my irrational fear is deep water. I don't think that's irrational. I, but people call it an irrational because fear. There's literally but because I'm afraid of like kaijus and dinosaurs. Mm. I think that's the irrational part. That's the irrational part. <laughs> but um, what's a rational fear then? Spiders? Coronavirus? Or maybe it's not irrational. Maybe it's phobia. Yeah, phobia. phobia. I think an irrational fear is like something like people are afraid of like balloons and like balloons can't hurt you. You know, that's true. Can they though? I mean, maybe if you like stick Talk your head in dolphins. one. Oh, true. <laughs> Sorry all to all our dolphin listeners. Um, but yeah, I think it's more of a phobia. I think it's more of a phobia. Yeah. Um, okay, so why? Why? Why do we worry about Friday the 13th in, in the first place? Like, why a Friday? Why the why number 13? Okay. The Friday part has never really been clear. And I couldn't really find any research as to why. It was a Friday, okay. except that they occasionally fall on a Friday, but they fall on the other days just as often. Yeah. So it could have been like any number. Yeah. Um, so one of the theories for the whole situation. Well, like Tuesday the 13th doesn't sound as it does. Cool. No, you know, no, it does not. So maybe, maybe. Um, okay. So let's just get the biblical one out of the way. Um, mm. So the Last Supper was on a Thursday. Okay. Okay. And the Last Supper had 13 individuals. Right. Okay. And then the following day, Mm -hmm. which would have been a Friday, the crucifixion took place. Oh. And so... uh, But was it the 13th? I don't think there was days yet. There wasn't like... (laughs) That's true. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I should actually look into the history of the calendar because I have no idea. But... uh, Mm. 13 people on a Thursday and then the following day, which was the Friday was the crucifixion. So Mm. I think maybe they say 13 leads into the Friday and it's like an unlucky number. And then we'll get into like 13 guests later, but like that 13 and Uh dinner kind of like stuck around. Okay. But that's kind of like a big one. Um, And then you have the 13 club, which is really cool. And I think we should, we should bring it back. Okay. Except not with only men. <laughs> um, so the th- 13 Club was uh, developed in the late 19th century. And um, so like late 1800s, 1880, 1890, something like uh-huh. that. And it was founded by William Fowler in New York. He was kind of like a banker, I think. And he just thought superstitions were just like the dumbest thing. He okay. was like, this is so stupid. Why aren't people doing things? And Friday the 13th apparently was already a thing then and um this is when i think we talked about it when i was discussing my visit to winchester mansion and Mm -hmm. how sarah winchester had like 13 windows like Like all the petals petals and just so much 13 Uh and this is like during that time period where 13 was transitioning into kind of like an unlucky number again especially like in the mystical yeah that time realm and so he was like well you know what screw it and he had these dinner parties because um, basically he wanted to debunk the number 13 superstition. Mm. So he would only invite 13 guests, including himself. Okay. And like, that's a superstition. You can't have 13 people at a table. Oh. You have to have like 12 or 14. Okay. Um, he would do this on the 13th day in room 13 have a 13 course meal and then they would like break that's other... a lot of food yeah i mean maybe it was just like here is Small. a roll <laughs> here's the butter course exactly the butter course. <laughs> you get a roll course and then yeah. a butter course salad course <laughs> carrot course um but then they would like break other superstitions like he would put up a ladder and everyone would go under the ladder oh my gosh <laughs> i believe that one I, I'm a very superstitious person. <laughs> Me too. And so, like, I'll, there's a black cat that lives on my block. And, like, sometimes be it'll be, like, it? in the street. And I'll wait. I'll be like, okay, I'm not moving my car till you go. Yeah. And just, like, little things, you know? Like, yeah. I just knocked on my Knock table. On wood, yeah. yeah. 
So he thought this was all dumb and he wanted to <laughs> it sounds break. like fun. It, it sounds like a great time. I, yeah, it actually does. Um, so they would just have these like parties to like debunk these superstitions and do a bunch of stuff. And That's I funny. really wanted to look into it further because I wanted to see if like anybody had some bad stuff go down after <laughs> oh my gosh that'd be, like everyone died yeah but it was food poisoning oh my gosh um so if uh, we should do this on the next friday the th- well not this we one should. but do we know 13 people i mean with <laughs> just our group it's like 10 that's true so, so we just need uh, three more people if you do dogs in count california i don't think dogs count so someone uh there was three sitting presidents okay. who would go to these dinners over the oh. years. Um, one of which was uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Well, he was he was good. He was good. He was yeah. He yeah. was fine. I think yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking FDR maybe. FDR was good too. Um, Teddy was fine. He which was is the fine. one that got shot and then kept um, speaking. Oh, it's one of the Roosevelts. Roosevelt. Not Delanor. So not Franklin. Not FDR. Because he was World War II. So then it was... Because he died in office and then then the bombs dropped. Because Truman. <laughs> History corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then it must have been Roosevelt. Well, they're both Roosevelt. Uh, That's fine. I don't know. Maybe it's because he know? went to this dinner and it was unlucky and then he got shot. And he's like, whoops. Whoops. Um, okay. Then there was a book in 1907 called Friday the 13th. And I'm thinking this is where our modern trajectory started. Okay. So it was a very popular fictional novel by Thomas Lawson. And the novel's about a stockbroker who sabotages the stock market specifically on Friday the 13th to cause like mass chaos. Oh. And so it's a very popular book. And I think especially um, with the stock market crash, it actually did happen like mm-hmm. 15 years later mm-hmm. or so. Um, they were like, see? Yeah, so I think it was kind of like that's like how people think mix. like The Simpsons predicts the future all the time. Yeah, it's like this book predicted this. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was pretty cool. Um, and then we have the Friday the Thirteenth movies that started in 1980 with um, the villain Jason mm-hmm. and just everything that came out of those movies. Yeah, and all the series since and yeah, for sure everything. So those movies got like, real weird. They got real weird. Like he goes into space. He goes into space? At a certain space? point. Yeah. Isn't he like dead though? Yeah. Hmm. No one can hear you scream, scream in space or whatever. Is that the tagline? No. Isn't that the <laughs> tagline from Alien? <laughs> oh. In space, no one can hear you scream. That's not true. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> There's no sound in space. Uh, this no, is a spa- new space true. podcast. New space podcast. <laughs> um... That's funny, though. I don't know. But in 1980, these movies just started to, like, roll out. Yeah. And I think they've been rolling out in a pretty steady yeah. pace since Until, then. Until, like, 10 years ago, there yeah. were still new ones. So you have this, like, constant reminder, you yeah, know, yeah. Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th. Yeah, I think those movies, that's what people probably associate it with the most, yeah. like, these days. I so, you know? yeah. But, I mean, all of this to say that, like, all of these little things kind of, like, feed into the superstition. Um, But then, I mean, if you look at the number 13, um, there's, like, a lot of things just for the number 13, but not necessarily, like, unlucky things, Mm -hmm. but just things that are very coincidentally or not associated with the number 13 and this is just the number 13 overall yeah not the just friday the 13th. not friday the 13th just the number 13 got it so i said before the fear of the number 13 is triskaidekaphobia i think that's how you Spot say on. it um and over time it's like fluctuated between being an unlucky number and a lucky number and it really depends on where you are in the world um so, for example, in China, the number 13 is very lucky, but the oh. number four is very unlucky. Oh. And in China, some buildings won't have the fourth floor. Like in oh, Western like, culture, like we don't have the 13th floor. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, just a difference there. Huh. Um, so, Islam, Christianity, 
Judaism, Sikhism, and Zoroastrianism all have symbolism with the number 13. Mm -hmm. Um, So with Christianity, it's the... um, 13 people at the last supper right there's a couple other instances of the number 13 in the bible as well um, but that's kind of like the more memorable yeah one um and then another quick example is in judaism um the 13 year old gets the bar mitzvah right so and then there's a bunch of other different like or little bat mitzvah bat mitzvah mitzvahed. mitzvahed i don't know if that's i was used to be jealous that i never got a bar mitzvah yeah it seems like a lot of fun Judaism in general has always been very appealing to me. Yeah, same. It's same. All, it's like I read a couple books on it in like my early twenties when I was like trying to figure out like what I wanted to do with mm-hmm, my life mm-hmm. spiritually. And Judaism and Buddhism were my Buddhism, like two yeah, same that I had like the books and I was like, okay. Same. And then I was like, you know what? This Forget all work this for me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. That's what we get to do. Yeah. Um, over the time, like literally so much time, um, 13 became <laughs> unlucky because of like this like weird series of like situations and events. So way, way, way back when, before we had like the Georginian calendar and um, tracking full moons and things like that, when monks would track the full moons to like put on old calendars, right. handwritten calendars uh-huh. and such they would like literally just get pissed off when there was a 13th moon because then they'd have to like redo stuff. Uh-huh. And so that kind of like goes into, it annoyed them. And so that like feeling kind of stuck around. Yeah. Um, the last supper I already talked about, one of the really big ones, and this kind of goes back to Friday the 13th, I just wrote it in a weird order, um, is that on Friday the 13th in 1307, the King Philip of France um, ordered the arrest, capture, and murder of the Knights Templar. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and this took place in October. Oh, spooky um, time. Most of them died. And so this is, remember when we were, I can't remember what we were talking about. Love spells, I think. Mm-hmm. And how the medieval ages, those dark, the dark yeah, ages, uh-huh. was really when spell work kind of like blossomed yeah and actually became like a practice with like the alchemy and everything in the same time period so it's that period where it's like everything's real yes you know and so okay this horrible event especially with the knights templar who everyone held to like this huge prestige mysticism all these things were like murdered yeah so like already people are extra superstitious at that time anyway yes 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 so that kind of leads into it. I mean, it was 1307 on a Friday the 13th. Ooh. I don't know if it was really a Friday because, again, I don't know the history of calendars, but <laughs> we'll get there. We're going to assume based on the history.com article I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they lie? Uh, you know. Um, 13 represents femininity in a lot of cultures because there's the 13 uh, moon cycles in like a year and which goes along with 13 menstrual cycles. Mm-hmm. And Ugh. so they kind of like put that 13 yeah. there. Um, in the Hammurabi's, moon is feminine anyway. Yes, it is. Yeah. And um, when Hammurabi's code, do you know Hammurabi's code? Eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. In... Um, what was it, Sumeria? The Sumerian culture, Hammurabi? He uh, wrote this code. Um, and if you don't know, it's the code where we get like an eye for an eye. So if you take someone's eye, the punishment is your eye gets taken in return. Right. That's where we get it that saying the from. the world blind or something And like that. Uh, in 1780 BC, BC, before Christ, mm-hmm. this was written. And when it was getting, I guess, deciphered mm-hmm. and interpreted, okay. Um, Number 13 disappeared. So it like skips 13. Oh. Now some people base it on a clerical error. Because I mean a lot of this was like cuneiform. And like stonework. Yeah having to be Um, like deciphered. So maybe someone just skipped it. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe Maybe magic. Maybe magic. Um, Going back to that Christian connection. Um. And I don't know how old this tradition is, so it might be older than the Christian um, mm-hmm. tale. So in Norse tradition, there uh, is a story um, where Loki comes in and uh, kind of like 
uh, uninvited into this dinner and there's 12 other gods at a table mm. and he sits down and he's a 13th guest at this mm. table of gods and he kind of like upsets the balance and it kind of all falls apart. Oh, so there's that too. But that kind of ties into the last supper as well. And I don't know which story is older. Well, I'm guessing the Norse yeah. one. Me too. Yeah. And I just like Loki a lot still. Tom Hiddleston. Trickster. Mm. I just like Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so with all that said about the number 13, um, Western culture does a lot with the number 12. Um, So over history, 12 has been seen as kind of like a perfect number. Now, when we look into um, numerology and spell work and things Mm -hmm. like that, the number three is like the magic number. Yeah. It's like the threefold law. We're going to talk about that stuff, but... and. 12 is a factor of three or three is a factor of 12. And so same thing for six. And right. so it's kind of like this perfect number. Um, the Sumerian number system is based on the number 12. We have mm. 12 months. We have 12 half hour days, um, 12 days of Christmas, the 12 Zodiac, the 12 labors of Hercules. Hmm. There's the 12 gods of the Olympus. Uh, there's the 12 tribes of Israel. And so 13 like upsets that balance okay yeah because it's like it's one one, too many one too many and you would think well three is in 13 but it's but it's it's not not. divisible by three it's not divisible by three 13 is prime number yeah so yeah math so that's like really interesting um that perhaps the 13 comes into play because it throws all of those things off yeah it's like you finally reach the perfect balance and then uh 13 drops it yeah yeah comes one more um, fun fact. Uh, so 10% of the United States population has the fear of the number 13, the Triskaidekaphobia. Wow. That's a lot. And then also according to history.com, it says that, um, every Friday the 13th, the United States economy loses $800 million because people do not leave their homes. What? hmm That's, it's made up, guys. That's insane. <laughs> 10%? Ten percent of trichotillophobia. It's like millions of people. I just really like to say trichotillophobia. Trichotillophobia. But I don't know if I'm saying it right. So I mean, sounds <sighs> sounds right. Sounds right. Um, yeah, Western culture just will like say, well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to drive on the freeway today. But then it, because of that, mm-hmm. Friday the thirteenth have like less things happen. Right. There's like less There's traffic less accidents. And- yeah, and um, it's really interesting just to like look at that data, but because people don't leave their homes that's that's kind of like astonishing it is but not i'm not surprised no i'm not (laughs) people are very i mean i'm very superstitious this is like just one particular instance where i'm not superstitious about yeah and people have their different superstitions and their different like viewpoints and things like that but it's just really interesting that it impacts western culture that much that much not that when you think about 800 million dollars in the grand scheme of the united states economy where it's like trillion dollar economy but it's like but still that's a lot that's a good chunk yeah 10 percent of the population that's a lot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can't tell you how much it is exactly but it's millions of people it's a lot so i mean i thought that was really interesting um in regards to friday the 13th and the number 13 with the correlation to the number 12 yeah um but yeah so Friday the 13th, you could take it as it is, um, be a little bit more cautious that day, or just go about your life as per usual. Yeah. And didn't it used to be like a like a day of fertility, like a day of like... I think so, because 13 is a very feminine number. And that was like, a, that was like the day to like, like make love and like just spend well, time Well, I mean, if you like, look at the... Um, if you look at the reproduction cycle of a woman, uh, you ovulate 12 to 14 days after mm. the first day of your last period. Mm. And so that's like the 13th day, 12, 13, yeah. 14 days. So, I mean, yeah. it makes sense yeah. that people would make that connection. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't feel uncomfortable. And 13 days later, oh, well, yeah. there you go. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I wanted to jump into numerology really quick. Cool. Just like the tippiest little toe. Let's just put our little tippy toes in here. 
You can literally talk about this for thousands of years. This is something I know nothing about numerology. I mean, it's really hard to summarize. Yes. And I feel like I've tried to look into it and just been kind of like, I don't understand what's happening. No. No, no, no. Yeah. I do not. Um, I want to, though. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to put this in here as, as well as the synchronicity with numbers. Okay. So basically, numerology is just the understanding that numbers hold magical and spiritual significance. Right. Um, whether that be purely your your lucky number that mm-hmm. you personally hold significance to. Yeah. Um, it could be your birthday. It could be the time that you were birthed yeah. into the world. Um it's just some numbers have more sway than others. Right. Um, combinations of numbers have more sway than others. Mm-hmm. And um, numbers like also tie into like celestial meaning. Yeah. So you get your birth chart done. You get your star chart done. Um, yeah. Like your number chart. You get yeah, like. Exactly. Yeah. And so with those, you need to know the exact date and time you were born Mm -hmm. um, as well as some other numbers. And then someone who's very knowledgeable in that field will put that together for you um, and be able to kind of give you a deeper dive into your personality and what guides you than just say your um, run of the mill. um, Like astrological sign. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. guys, if you know about this stuff, like please let us DM us because we would love to talk to you we would love to have an interview with someone who does birth charts or star charts um so if you're someone who listens uh or you know somebody yeah recommend somebody because we are like totally in the dark about that very much so very much so um so in my research, uh, it seems like odd numbers are more feminine, which would make sense with the number 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and even numbers are more masculine. And this is, I guess, more so in the Wicca culture, okay. um, Wicca practice. Numbers uh, are going to change significance pending the culture. So again, pulling that example where in Western culture, 13 is very unlucky, but in Chinese culture, 13 is very lucky and four is very unlucky. So it's just kind of, yeah, it's what developed in that culture. Um, so I'm going to dive into the number three because that's kind of like the number I use in my practice. Yeah. I was going to say, I love the number three. Um, and it's just really tied into magical, the spiritual practice. Yeah. Um, and not just a new age occult practice like Wicca or paganism, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's found in Satanism. It's found in uh, the Christian and Catholic churches. Okay. It's found all over the place. So um, the number three is seen as the most magical number in math. It's also seen as a very um, strong, important number. Um, okay. So just some connections. In the um, Wicca pagan connection, it's the triple goddess. So it's the maiden, the mother, and the crone. Right. um, And that triangle Mm -hmm. that we use. Also, it's the threefold rule. And I practice the threefold rule every day. Um, Or some might call it the rule of three. And this is just whatever you put out in the world comes back threefold Mm -hmm. whether that means you're a dick and it's going to come back at you or Mm -hmm. if you're putting good things into the universe Mm -hmm. and it'll come back at you or it'll just um bring good good vibes out (laughs) (laughs) you know struggle i know well i know some people have issue using the word vibes but no yeah yeah and um yeah, so like, it's some like, people, a, like a form of like karma. And that's what I was going to say is that some people kind of make the connection to karma. They're very similar, but they're not the same. Okay. So karma is a really uh, Hindu right. um, practice and there's a lot more with um, their deities with that. And but at the base, if you just kind of look at like the super simple summary definition, mm-hmm. it's essentially it's similar, similar. Um, but then it's kind of like the practice that leads to that. Okay. Um, Cause karma is a practice that you actually practice and there's right. like things and karma can be built like over lifetimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I would assume that with the threefold rule of the rule of three, it's the same. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, essentially, it's whatever you put out there comes back, um, comes back to you. So yeah, uh, this is in your spell work, um, which is like it makes. I know some people don't practice that, yeah. but to me, it makes a lot of sense because I because it's like everything is energy. Oh yeah, and if you're putting out a positive energy, then you're going to receive positive energy yeah. and whether it's threefold or whatever, however yeah. you want to describe it, karma. But yeah, if you are the kind of person that is being a jerk to everybody and they're it's putting that negative energy out, yeah, exactly. that's all you're going to get back. Yes, exactly that. Um, and so those kind of, those two things in, in Wicca and paganism, kind of like that new age, kind of like our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the really strong connections to three. Then, um, I mean, three represents a lot. Uh, when the most popular tarot spread is a three card spread, past, present, mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the most popular ones that people use. I know that's the one I use the most frequently, unless I'm doing like a one Me card too. draw. Yeah, same. Um, in the Christian realm, it's the Holy Trinity. Yeah, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, just way back thinking, looking at like legends and myths and stuff with genies and jinns three and wishes. The three wishes. Um, it's heaven, hell and earth. Um, and then, I mean, even in Macbeth, it kept popping up, even though I was like, this is a play. But in Macbeth, it's the three witches. But yeah, Macbeth is like very yeah. superstitious. And then when you when you think about that, when you think about the three witches, um, it like then brings out yeah. okay well you always see mm-hmm. three witches mm-hmm. in like pop culture but that is kind of like a direct Macbeth influence mm-hmm. is the three witches like in yeah. um, Charmed and uh, there's a couple other things that have three yeah so I mean in Sabrina the new one it's yeah. the three and so I mean it's just really interesting how they do that but three it's very important yeah um, and and it makes sense because Macbeth is all about like premonitions and oh, magic yeah. and uh-huh. superstition. And they even and say that there's a real spell that the witches right. perform. So and that's why it's cursed. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. So that kind of like carries through. Um, also, with your spell work, it's something that you might not think about as you're doing it, but it might behoove you to begin thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? <laughs> <laughs> the little shoulder. Well, because we hold our microphones now, and I can express myself. I know, in but you were like the little wiggle you just did with your shoulder. It was cute. <laughs> no, behoove is the correct word. Oh, good. Yes. Okay, I wasn't laughing at that. No, I use words wrong sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> um, the steps of a spell are three. So you have you're setting your stage, your intention, right? Right. You're you're putting down your candles, your stones, your herbs, your whatever you're going to use. You're setting your intention. And then you go through and you perform mm-hmm. your chant or your lighting of your candles or burying or whatever you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then the third is the fruition. So it's that spell yes. coming to fruition. And mm-hmm. so even if you're not thinking about it, any spell is three, three steps. Three steps. Yeah. So, um, that is also interesting to think about and something to kind of like keep in the back of your head. Yeah. So jumping out of the number three, um, four is another number that I use a lot. Um, so four is the elemental number. So you have air, wind, fire, earth. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have your four seasons. And so a lot of people will practice um, using the number four. So you might use four candles to make a circle. Yeah. Um, but then again, you might use three candles to make a triangle if that's your thing. Yeah. And, um, or you might use the six for the six points of the star. It yeah, just depends yeah. on what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, four is also the heart chakra. So right. people really um, hold on to that as well. It's a very emotional number. Um, in Buddhism, it, there's the four noble truths that mm-hmm. they follow. Uh, so, and then um, kind of in going back to biblical, there's the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, so again, yeah. four, four is a heavy number. It's a heavy number. I was born on April 4th, 4-4. Four, four. Oh, and I was born on April 13th, 4-13. Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> but four that's a good one four four i wonder what your star chart looks like yeah four four that would really make a cool star chart let's get our star charts done someone listeners yeah start, we need a star chart we'll I pay you do that. We yeah we'll pay you i mean your fee Come yeah on. we just want someone who's good yeah um so that's number four super heavy super emotional elemental number um yeah yeah uh and then so with the three and the four so it just depends on what you practice in your spell work or um, in your chanting or your meditations i personally uh chant three times mm-hmm. um and do things three times and so someone else might do four yeah someone else might do six yeah six is sun energy it's a solar energy number uh seven is a lunar energy number um, oh yeah didn't know that either neither did i yeah uh and so so maybe you're doing something you're maybe doing some moon work uh mm-hmm. go back and listen to that moon episode you mm-hmm. might be doing something there maybe you want to incorporate the number seven somehow yeah um, that's cool. In tarot, I'm not going to go through the whole deck because that's a lot, but um, numbers <laughs> are heavy in tarot, super yes. heavy in tarot. Um, just some examples I have here. The number one in the tarot with the major arcana is the wizard, mm-hmm. and that's for intention. And then if you are going to do a spell or any kind of like meditation work where you are really focusing your intention, you might just want one candle. Oh, okay. Because you're going to focus your whole intention sense. on that one thing. Right. Right. Um zero is not really a number that's used in magic very often right um and zero in the tarot is the fool which makes sense because it's it's not a strong number in math sure right but that's not this (laughs) um the number four is uh the emperor which makes total sense because it's such a heavy number it's all about control and like personal guidance Uh, that's why i'm such a control freak it could be it could be so and i mean if you go through and you're looking at all the other numbers they really do kind of like fall into place yeah um we have a tarot episode where we kind of go through all those cards so if you're interested in that go go back. back to that one um it's just like so interesting how these numbers it just makes sense and we're already doing it yeah and some of you might be like well yeah i knew this like this is why i do that but like we do things and we don't even realize we're doing it yes i didn't know any of this yeah so it's very interesting um just some other things with spell work um using your own personal favorite number so Mm -hmm. mine's the number 17 and it's not like i'm gonna break out 17 candles every time i do something (laughs) that's a lot of candles (laughs) it's a lot of candles you spend most of your time lighting them I could do some candle work with the number 17 in the candle. I could use it as a visual Mm -hmm. guide for meditation, um, any of those kinds of things. Um, Again, using, you could use that number for your chants. Again, I'm not going to chant 17 times, but you know, chant your three or your four chants or even your one, whatever feels right to you. you. As we always say, it's like whatever floats your boat. Like, yeah, you have to, you, what, what feels natural to you yes just go with that so jumping into this last little bit um which i think is just so interesting um number synchronicity yeah i like this and this is when you wake up at three o'clock in the morning every day Mm -hmm. or you see 11 11 on the clock Mm -hmm. or you always get something with just only twos or only Mm -hmm. fours or um things like that you're looking at the clock at 444 yeah it's you see these things all the time and maybe it's just like and usually where it's just constantly this number and you're just always seeing fours or it's your whole entire life and you always see something. So I think you have a connection with, I know you have a connection with 1111. Yeah. 1111 is the time my son was born. Mm -hmm. Um, And I see 1111 like literally, I would say five days out of the week. Have you ever looked into it? No. Okay. Well, I kind of know it's, I know it's lucky it's lucky but when i wrote this down in my head i was like oh my gosh this makes so much sense with james because it just means that you are constantly surrounded by your guides 
Oh, and that makes so I much sense, right? I had, ne- that, I had never heard that before. Yeah, it just means you were surrounded by your guides, and that it, they're just showing you that they're there. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. like tear up. Oh my gosh! Especially with the stories that you were talking about with your pregnancy, and yeah. then you have those guides following you around. You have your grandma. You yeah. have that perhaps angel guide like yeah that white they're there thing. they're around you and they're oh, just like i got you like know. chills i know oh my so gosh <laughs> <laughs> i love that i've never heard that before i've just always heard it was like good luck well that's why yeah because you have your your wow. entourage i'm gonna like because i every time i see it i just think of my son so it like makes me yeah. happy yeah but now i'm gonna like have extra like yeah oh is that cool i love that it's so cool um I do see eleven eleven pretty frequently, um, which makes sense, but not as much, not as much yeah. with uh, twos. So two twenty two, mm-hmm. or just a bunch of twos in twelve twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is you're going to want to look for people coming into your life. Um, maybe you're seeing it for a long couple days in a row, and you might get a phone call. Mom's coming to visit, oh, or cool. you might have. Um, a new relationship that might start okay. or you're in the midst of a new relationship. Okay. Um, it's just, it's new um, things coming in, but really oriented towards relationships and people. Okay. Um, on the flip side though, it might also want you to like look at your relationships. Like maybe you're unhappy in something okay. and it keeps reminding you, you know, okay. with the threes. Um, I thought this was really interesting because when I was going to, when I was looking into this and I started writing these things down for the ones and the twos and I was like, okay, well threes, it's that like super strong number Mm -hmm. with this one. It's you're not aligned. Hmm. You like need to refocus. Okay. So say you see a bunch of threes, you're getting a bunch of threes. You're looking at the clock. It's three 33 or whatever. You're, you're out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. Something's off. Something's off. Okay. You need to meditate. You need to refocus. You need to align yourself. Maybe you're making I mean, a that bad makes choice. Sense. It's like the universe yeah, being like, Hey, like, you need to get yeah. back into. Exactly. Exactly. This perfect um, number. Fours. Four forty four, forty four, four, just all mm-hmm. anything with a four keeps popping up. It means kind of like pay attention to your inner circle, your family, because something might be going on. Okay. Whether it be positive or negative. Okay. That's um, a family number. But it's a family number, it's your inner circle, it's your close. Yeah, and that could be not biological yeah. family. Yeah, People make exactly. their own families all the time. Exactly. And um that makes perfect sense because four is a very big elemental emotional number. Mm-hmm. And so it's gonna impact what you care about most, which is your yeah. inner your, circle, it's your family. Yeah. Uh, fives are kind of like momentum change, a uh, new direction, right? Okay. So five fifty five, five five, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, th- something's coming down the line, and like, <laughs> uh, what's that movie with the Walmart baby with oh, Natalie yeah, yeah, Portman? Yeah. Uh, where the, where heart, the is. heart is, yeah. And I she sees fives, yeah. But they're bad luck for her. They're bad luck for her, but they're all changed. Like yeah. something's always happening, and yeah. like Americus gets kidnapped, or I like, love something. that movie so much. I just watched it again. I, I watched so it not that long ago. I love Forney. Oh, I love weird. Natalie Portman though. Yeah. She's good but, in everything. I just thought it was really interesting because they do use that. They do use vibes yeah. correctly in that movie. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Someone did their research. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I did not go down the rabbit hole of the witching hour. Right. That's, that's like a, a whole, whole other hour. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. But uh, three to four a.m is when the veil is the thinnest right in the night and that's and just i wake up at between three and four a.m a lot yeah so do i and yeah. it's just it makes sense you yeah. have guides picking at poking at you right. all the time yeah. and so if that's when they're going to be the strongest yeah um but three to four a.m and then again between three and four a.m those are the two strongest numbers in magic those mm-hmm. are the two most weighted emotional numbers and it just makes total sense yeah, that it, it would really be does. between three and yeah. four a.m. that makes a lot of um, sense we'll have to talk about the witching hour and like more in depth yeah because that's a big one and i feel like a lot of people do go through that yeah i think so um we had james had put a post 
with that poo bear under yeah, the blanket yeah, yeah. on our Instagram uh-huh. if you guys had seen that one and we got so many people commenting yeah. their experiences they're like oh my god me yeah. too yeah and so it's just it's something that happens and which is crazy because so many people yeah it happens to so many people and I mean there's it's science the there's like science things behind it that say well you wake up at that time because that's the time that in your regular sleeping cycle your body's like I need sugar and then you like wake uh-huh. up but mm, mm. Not we everybody don't need has science the same around sleeping here. schedule. Right, yeah. Not everybody goes to sleep at the same time no. or eats at the same time. No. But uh, numbers, what's your lucky number? Um, my lucky numbers have been three and nine. Three and nine. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. Nine more so than three, but I thought for a long time I was going to use 13 because I was like, oh, it's my birthday. But then mm, 17 just stuck. Yeah. I don't nine, know why. I, like, I have no real significance to 17. Yeah, I have no significance to nine, um, but it's always just been like, yeah, it's my favorite number Mm -hmm. and it's been a lucky number. We, we win roulette a lot on number 17. Oh yeah. I think I remember you telling me about that. Almost every time we go, we hit at least one time on 17. Yeah. See, I don't gamble, so. Well, we hardly go, and then right, but it's but just I refuse. super coincidental. I'm so cheap. I'm, I'm like, mm, I'll just keep my twenty dollars. That's funny, and it pops up every now and again, like restaurant tickets. Oh, you're number seventeen, or like cool. just like yeah, same. When we book flights and stuff, we'll try to always get the like seat seventeen. Seat seventeen. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I, I think it's really interesting that yeah. I don't know how that became a thing where like everybody has a favorite number and it's, it's like just crazy. I think it's always been yeah it's just always it's been so a thing. arbitrary to be like yeah this is my favorite number so numbers that's that really cool really interesting yeah it would be really really cool to talk to uh, like a numerologist or something oh my gosh I would love to putting the word spread out the words, you guys friends. spread yeah. the word um witchy moment. Yeah. Yeah. I have a witchy non moment. Go for it. Let's hear it. (laughs) I have been so like kind of like busy, like so that at work. Right. So I'm a teacher. And so the year's coming down to an end. Right. We only have like less than three months in. So I have a lot, a lot in my, I'm a special education teacher. So I have a lot to do in this, this specific time period. And then I get home and we have to do all these things and things need to be done at home and yeah, we're running around and whatever. Just life. And so I was like, I've been feeling so run down for like two weeks. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And I realized it's because like everything that I usually do, mm-hmm. my reading my cards, lighting my candles, doing my incense, doing my mm-hmm. saging my house. I haven't done any of that. Oh, like yeah. Like nothing in like two weeks. Uh, like I wasn't even carrying stones with me. I wasn't doing anything because I was just it. like in this like routine of like, okay, just getting get up, through each day. I need to get to work as fast as I can. I have to do all this stuff. I have to get home. I still have to do stuff when I get like going mm-hmm. through all the motions. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I'm done, I'm too tired. I can't like focus. Yeah. And so I was like, well, cause you're also, it's you're been retrograde too. Yeah. And so, um, tonight, yeah, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to yeah. light candles. I'm going to refocus. I'm going to cleanse my house. I'm going to like get myself back into it situated because yeah. I'm out of whack. Yeah. And, and it's like, very it's all, disorienting. All of that is like your self care. That's oh, how you, yeah, you recenter yourself and ground yourself. So yeah, it's so easy. So easy to just let that slip by. Oh yeah. Like you just, mm-hmm, there's, mm-hmm. there's times I'm sure all of you listening where you just go into survival mode. You're just like, oh, I just have to get sure. through this week. Mm-hmm. I just have to get through this day. I just have to get through this hour. You know, you're just getting through it and it's yes. so easy to just, put your head down and just do it yeah but exactly. it is really important to take care of yourself mm-hmm. but it's nice it's cool that you like realized what it was yeah and i just need to yeah this retrograde <sighs> has been kicking my ass dude yeah i've been i don't appreciate it yeah it's not cool <laughs> yeah well mine is sort of in the same vein mm-hmm. because i do think whether or not you believe in the mercury retrograde thing i do i do believe in it and um we're coming out of it. I think we have like two more days of it. Yeah, something like that. And I can feel it. I can feel it like uh, 
like lightening up. Yeah. So like the past few days, um, we've been going through a lot of stuff personally, like uh, my son's been having a lot of medical issues and things like that. So I was in that same sort of survival mode. Like we were in the hospital, we were, you know, back home or, you yeah. know, all this stuff we're doing. Luckily, he's fine. He's going to be fine. It was never life threatening. It's just kind of, um, it was hard. It was hard. It yeah. was a lot. And uh, being a single mom, doing it that way, even though I'm not alone, like I'm far from alone, I have my support system, but it's still, it gets hard. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I've been, I've been so like heavy. So like mm-hmm. my heart has been so heavy mm-hmm. and like dark. Yeah. Heavy. And I just felt like I, it felt like a, it literally in my mind, I pictured it as like a flicker of like light. Like, like in me, like, oh, that's like nice. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, have my hand on my chest. Yeah. Like, and I felt like a flicker of like, mm-hmm. you know, when you like try to start like a, like a lighter and it like flicks, yeah, like, flicks yeah, yeah. like I could feel it. And now I feel Coming like out the of... flame is getting bigger, you know, That's essentially. Good. Yeah. And, um, I can feel myself coming out of whatever funk I was in and yeah. the same thing. I wasn't doing mm-hmm. any self care. I wasn't wearing crystals. I wasn't, yeah. you know, meditating tarot, whatever. Yep. So I think, I think we, I think a lot of us have gone through it in these past few weeks. Yeah. It's been, it's been a rough one. Yeah. So it is, it's nice because I can, I feel better now. Yeah. And I feel, I think I was a little depressed and with Mm -hmm. everything going on. Oh, absolutely. And the the retrograde and whatever, you know, life and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to keep the bills paid and, you know, everything, just life in general. So I I am feeling for the first time in a while yeah some like some lightness in my heart or soul or whatever you want to call it that's good so yeah yeah Um, it feels good and i hopefully you all feel that too because i know it's been rough and it's been rough there's a lot going on in the world yeah and we just gotta take time to focus on ourselves i know that there's like that it's becoming memes now and everything this like self-care yeah push but it's because you need to self-care. It's so important. <laughs> it's so important. And yeah. so people are just saying it out loud now. So yeah. just... Whether that's taking a bubble bath or... Or just taking two minutes to breathe. Yeah. Meditating, mm-hmm. having a glass of wine. I had a couple glasses yeah. Sometimes you gotta, you know? <laughs> so just take care of yourselves and yes. look out for each other. Yes. And um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks so yeah. much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.